Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, and sitting across from me as always is... Yeah, baby, we made it two weeks in a row. What's up, y'all? It's me, Lee Kimbrell of the new Nasty Boys, wondering how you guys are doing out there across the whole nasty world. Good. That's significantly longer applause than last week. Oh, yeah, it's been earned. Well earned. Good job, Nicholas Kroll. You really did your job. Keep it going, guys. And then sitting next to you is... Alicia DeVore. Boom, baby. Oh. First lady. Ooh. We got a full first lady. All the, the, the nasty trio is here. That makes me very excited. To, actually, to have Alicia have a dedicated mic sitting here on purpose. Because you've added so much to the, the, the podcast over the years. But here she is fucking locked in. We just ate some... Wheelies, what are they called? Mm. Chip wheelies from Graders. Chip wheelies, dude. Alicia mm. just swang her dick around and, and ordered us three <laughs> fine ice cream sandwiches. She was like, you know what? I'm not even going to walk. I'm going to make someone drive yeah, them to dude. us. Yeah, you're stimulating the economy. Yeah, and stimulating all of our stomachs because they're full of wheelies. And speaking of stimulation, um, once again, we've got... Jonathan India running all the way around the bases. Oh. This time he didn't score, but uh, we are watching the Reds right now. It's Wednesday night. We can't record on yep. Thursday night for the boys have a bitchin' comedy show yeah, that we you do. should go to, but uh, if you haven't already bought tickets, you can't. I think you're screwed. Because guess what? It already sold out again. Again. Well, so well what are you going to do? The boys deliver. High grain delivers. High grain, high quality comedy. But we're sitting here. We're watching the Cubbies. We're about to win this game. Uh, we're up 2-0. Bot, or top five, runners in second, third, no outs, 0-1. Count Davies on the mound, Stevenson at the plate. He's getting, he's getting a run in. Yeah, he's for sure getting a run yeah, in. He's our, he's our sack fly baby boy. Yeah, he's clutch. I mean, with no outs, come on. Yeah, put one, just hit one far out into the grass. Let's go, Frankenberries. Makes me happy. He's going to do it. He's done it. Blam. Oh, blam. Blam. Not clear the bases, motherfucker. <laughs> there goes that lettuce. You said this earlier. Oh, take out the fucking. He just touched his oh. oh, you know who he took. You know who that is that that Stevenson slid into. Who? That's Angel Hernandez, dog. Is it really? Good. Yeah, that makes me happy. He's not getting off the field. He thinks he's safe. Yeah, he. The ump should have moved. Who would have thought that Angel Hernandez would be in such a bad position to read a call at second? <laughs> Anybody? Would anyone think that would happen? Oh, it makes me so happy. And we're sitting here watching this game. We're at Wrigley and. And he's, he's out. out. He is very out. He's quite out. Oh, hell of an effort. Great, tr- great Love job. Love that he took out Hernandez. You were correct by saying that the bases would be cleared because now Stevenson's out at second. There you go. But you put on another two spot on Davies. I weren't wrong. The sacrificial lamb in the U Darvish trade. Even as Reds fans who, you know, as we'll talk about later in the show, plenty to be excited about right now in the middle of the season, it, there is a certain satisfaction Especially if we end up winning this game. Oh. Um, the Cubs are going to be gone. The Cubs, as we know it, are oh. not going to be... This might be their last series as a team. It for sure is. Rizzo's I, gone. 
I mean, Rizzo, Baez, and, and, and Bryant, 66% of those three will be gone by the end of the week. Yes, Contreras will still be there. I think he's under control until 2024. Yeah, Contreras isn't going anywhere. No. But they signed, um, and I'm excited to get into our, our signings, our trades or whatever, but I wanted Chafin really bad, but they weren't going to give him up in the division. No. There's no way that anyone would give up any type of bullpen help within the division. Unless we sweeten the pot with the Pirates and get Rich Rodriguez. That would be sweet. That would that's be. what you want. You want one more, close it down, throw him out there in the ninth inning yeah. guy. We don't have that. We, we, we don't have that since we got rid of Rizel because of money. That's literally the last thing that we're missing. Then I am comfortable by, with this team saying that we can push forward. Unless the Brewers actually go out and get like Trevor Story or the Brewers go out and get uh, another huge bat. Well, Escobar is nothing to skulk at. Mm-mm. Votto just reaching base again. Ugh. I mean, we'll go ahead and blow our wad. We'll talk about our shows and our weekend and everything like that. But, I mean, is, is there anything more excited than Joey Votto right now? No. At this point, we're five games in a row for a dinger. Five games in a row, seven home runs total. Yeah, He's mm-hmm. out of his fucking mind. And he didn't do this when he was MVP. No, the last time he had a multi-homer game was 2014. Think about that. Seven seasons wow. ago. Seven full years of Joseph Daniel Votto being the GOAT. I wasn't he... doing comedy. Oh, I, I was... wasn't living in Cincinnati. Yeah, you, yeah, you were down south. I was in the throes of, of working every day at Go Bananas. Oh, that yeah. That was our you first were... summer together. Deep in That's it. That's it was. Summer of 2014, mm-hmm. back when Votto was banging. And then here you go. It's such a perfect indicator of your all's love is that seven years later, you're still together, happier than ever, and Pops... Is still banging. Dad. Still bang. You guys still bang. Vado still bangs. Daddy Dinger. Love is real. Mm, truly, truly is. And then we got this big old load of uh, optimistic beef up at our plate that we just don't know. I mean, Gino. Gino, I mean, hitting that Dinger yesterday. I was like, what the? Where? Oh, Dinger and a double yesterday. He had him like yeah. four, four ribbies yesterday. And then he also had a single the, the game before. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. It, I... I don't know the math, obviously, but like for the rest of the season, he could bat 500 and still not have an average above 230. No, yeah. it would be well. There's a what? There, we're at this is the 91st game. I mean, we saw so, we saw video of Sinzel and Moose throwing at Great American, which is something. It is oh, something. That's exciting. Yeah, it's not nothing. I mean, it's you know you can't have two guys playing catch and being like, oh, now you're going to go and produce at the major league level. No. But it is a beginning. So when, when is, uh, I haven't seen anything like when Senzel's rehab Th- starts. That's what's so scary about it is that it's very vague. Everything's like, vague. N- real no idea what's up with Senzel, really, or Moose. No. I know We know Moose is out of the boot, but I mean, it's not like we've seen him take BP or live pitching or anything of the sorts like that. Right. But they're doing like baseball-related activities, which, I mean, anyone could do that. I mean, somebody... Anyone could do a baseball-related activity sitting down. Yeah, right. Like, we could be taking grounders right now. Yeah, it's a very vague, broad broad thing. Yeah, it is. It doesn't make any... I mean, it's. I just want to know a little bit more, just so we have a timetable, and and it'll be interesting to see how they shift everything up. Like, you can't... You can't... Say Moose comes back. You can't move Geno back to short. There's just no humanly possible way. No way. I mean, I can't believe that I'm saying this even still, but I'll say it with confidence. Farmers are shortstop. Yeah, I was well, going to I mean, we're not going to go. I mean, who no. are we going to go again? I wouldn't mind seeing Sinzel get some reps if and when he comes back. But right now, 
I mean, since the All-Star break, granted, small sample size, Farmer's batting 435, dude. It's a really cool story to yeah. see Farmer, you know, get an opportunity that he would never have gotten beforehand to be an everyday starting guy. Right. And uh, I, you just, you really can't be fucking mad at Kyle Farmer for anything he's done this and year. And defensively, he's gotten better, too. Full, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. At least on average. Right. He's not losing his games with the leather. No. He's clutch with the stick. I, I don't know. I just, I like what, his swag, What man. is it since the All-Star break? He's had three multi-hit games. As well, yeah, he's seeing the ball great, man. Or it's like no, he's had it's either two or three, f- like three hit games. It's not even like two hits. It's like three hit games. Yeah, guy is mashing right now. It's, I, I mean, I didn't expect this to come out of him. I didn't at all. I mean, is it just the pressure that like it was just like, hey, man, you could lose your job. Oh yeah, you, you. This isn't just easy peasy right now, dude. Like, it's not like we're completely out of options. We can go and trade for somebody. I mean, we were just talking about it last week when I was just like, go get Simmons, go get Story. And now, after seeing these numbers accumulate, I'm like, maybe Or you write it out, and don't. then when Sinzel comes back, you get him some run at, mm-hmm. uh, at shortstop. Because I know that we're going real he- Reds heavy early, but, I mean, it's just pretty astounding that we are sitting here still buying at the break. Still, oh, wow. Wow. Great catch. Still buying at the break. Still just very excited about this team. And we haven't even really brought up or lamented on the fact that we haven't had Castellanos. Yeah. He got hurt the first game back from the fucking break, dude. Yeah. And we haven't had him. And Joey Votto is putting us on his back. Votto and Farmer are the reason why we are buyers right now. Because if we had come out of the break and gone three and seven... Oh, yeah, combined with also with Luis pitching his, his nards off. Yeah, Luis pitching his nards off, which is needed, and I know you got it written down somewhere, but, I mean, Sonny is just not no. looking like Sonny right no. now. It, it looks like a, a, an old injury. Think about this. Yep. Kyle Farmer, his last 15 games. Which is a decent sample size. Yeah, that's good enough. It's two weeks of games. Yeah, that's enough to just to, to see a hot streak. He's got 51 AB, 7 runs, 11 hits, 3 dingers, 6 ribs, 4 walks, 10 strikeouts, with a 412 average, 474 on base, with a 725 slugging. It's pretty strong, dude. That's pretty strong. That's who, you know, you're not mad at him. And do you remember when we went to Reds Fest a couple winters ago and we got to see him in Van Meter? Up close oh, and personal? Oh, yeah, like that a was very so much, little intimate so setting. Intimate. Yeah, that was cool. And then, I mean, to just see him, like, get the shot. Get, like, a, yeah. get a real chance to be a big right. league player. Like, the fan, especially, I think, like, the, the average Cincinnati fan loves that. Absolutely, Loves I think. The I mean, underdog. we're we're a we're a building city. You know, I mean, we we joke about how every single gear is a rebuild, but when the rebuild actually works in our favor, very that's much. the that's the point where we say like, oh, this is what we've been trying to do all along. It's our fucking guy. <laughs> and to watch Farmer kind of be thrown there, and then really make it work out for himself he was put, I mean, yeah he was put in a spot where like any criticism that he received was undue yeah it really wasn't fair like he's good enough to make a major league roster obviously he was a dodger and now he's a red he's been on our roster for, since what 2017 2018 2019 the trade was it 19 19 just not that long ago no seems like a million years but to just go from utility uh you know spot player to we need you to be our starting shortstop for him to be performing like this man it's just like you can't 
it's hard to shit on him. It's really hard. And also think about this, man. Like, he played shortstop in college. It was just him getting more and more reps out there and doing it at the big league level. Yeah, man. And, and like, even as, as competitive and as high-end as SEC baseball is, it is, it's Schubert's league compared to Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah. It's adult league baseball <laughs> compared to this. Yeah, you know? adult wood league right now. And Shuby, shout out to you, my friend. I will come to a game, I promise. I want to see you. Oh, yeah, he wants us to come on Sunday. I might be in town. I might, I might be able to do that. I think it's Sunday morning. But Sunday um, morning, rain is falling. But, dude, like... I, I just it's it hurts to say this, but I am finally eating crow. At this moment, I am eating crow. It is on my plate, and I have a fork and knife. About I, farmer. I, about farmer. Like well, I have to eat dude, a shirt. You and I, everyone else in the city, anybody who is a Reds fan who has had an opinion on the Reds the last year, you, unless you're actively saying, "Give me that crow and put it in my mouth," yeah, then you're just not being honest with yourself. Who, who was beating the drum super hard saying, no, Farmer's our fucking guy. Yeah. We need to sh- fuck Trevor Story. We need to shore up the bullpen. We can ride it out with Farmer and Sinzel. Right. It's, I mean, no one had that take. Nobody. And up until a month ago, you really couldn't. You could be optimistic about it like we are on this podcast where of we're course. just like, give, give the man some credit. Exactly. But, I mean, now he's just kind of, and granted, it's 15 games. Yeah, right. It is an extremely small sample size, but it's also, I mean, the fact that it is shit or get off the pot for him, because he would just be on the bench and become a pinch hitter again. I'd be willing to say he's played more games this season at the, you know, at the little over the break, halfway break than he has in any year of his entire career. Oh, 100%. I, man, I wish we could have this conversation with people live and, and you know. If and only like, there was like a place online that we could do this, but there was like some sort of a online interactive audience. I think there is one. Have you heard of Spotify Greenroom? Uh, I've heard of Spotify. Well, Spotify Greenroom, it's a live audio-only sports talk platform. Talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Spotify Greenroom is free, audio-only social media platform for sports fans. Start or join ongoing conversations, watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games. All you need to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app in the free iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the sports drink group. Follow me and Lee at the new Nasty Boys to be notified when my room goes live. We'll be going live on Spotify Greenroom at some time on some day. Come with your spiciest takes. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Can't wait. Feel great about that read, too. A couple green room professionals. We're going to do That's it on right. the internet. Dude, we're going to fucking make it fly. Slick little play by Joey Daddy Bangs right there. Dude, mm-hmm. how, how slick, how beautiful, turn of the glove. How about that play fucking last night? Last night, he just turned the fucking clock back. It was 2010. Oh, that gun. Yeah, I mean, that hose, that just incredible play where it. I would have guessed that you know, the runner scores from third there eight times out of ten. Dude. It was a fucking hose. He threw it chest high to the catcher. He fu- It was an amazing tag by Tyler. Yes, it was. Think about this, dude. It's not even that. He covered 61 feet to get to the tarp and with his knees against the tarp he caught it, leaned over, pushed off with his knees, turned and gunned it. Boys high. Yes, he's feeling he's, good. That's the longest. Sam Lequeur said this last night. He's like, I think that's the longest throw I've ever seen Joey Votto Made make. in his whole career, probably. Yeah. Where else? I mean, uh, across the diamond? Right, because he's come back to, think about this, like, he came up as a catcher. 
So, like, the farthest he's ever really had to throw is to, like, second, second or th- base. Right. So that was probably just instincts coming back and just gunned. It was impressive. I forgot that JDV was a catching prospect. Yeah. That makes sense. He's got that cerebral side of him, man. He's thick. He is. Look at those thick thighs. Those it's nice to watch him crouch. It is nice to watch him crouch. I was I was taking in his face a couple hours ago, and there is something just really... Um, it just grabs your attention. It's like his jawline is truly bigger than his head. Yeah. He, like his like his jaws right here, like the bottoms of his jaws protrude further out from his face than like his temple. Yeah, he's like a bass. It's Yeah, he does. He looks like a, <laughs> a fucking big mouth bass. Oh, big Billy Bass. Yeah. Yeah, Take dude. me to the river. I was about to say, I had that thing hanging on my wall. You had one? Fuck yeah, we had a dude, Billy Bass. Dude, my mom wouldn't let me have one. Why? Because he was conjuring the devil? Yeah. He was possessed by Satan and Duracell AA batteries. Jesus, Nance. No, it, she said it was super annoying, and there's that I would just keep playing it all day. It's well, like she yeah. was right about that. One hundred percent agreed. Masqueraded it in the in Satan's Satan's grasp. Say, uh, if you know, I, I, I wish she would have pulled that off. Like it's possessed by the devil. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> that would have given you some fodder for your life. Oh, just more to talk to my new therapist about. I will say, I know I just said something about it. I do take a little bit of uh enjoyment from these cubbies getting broken up mm. but i will say man what a what a good team to be able to get to, to play against oh yeah like i i'm not some uh ardent cub hater fuck no. the fuck the cardinals it's really hard put for me to find a guy on their roster that i like since pujols left fucking 12 years ago no shit you know but i mean the cubbies man rizzo is endlessly likable. Agreed. Rizzo is like, you know, younger Vado in a lot of ways. He's yeah. an interesting guy. I like Rizzo. Bryant's cool. Uh, you know, fuck Javi Baez. I just oh, God. I just want Frederick or not Frederick, sorry, Rizzo to stay because of the dynamic between him and Freddie Freeman. Yeah. If there's a way that they could find to get Rizzo into the same division so that matchup happens constantly, that's must watch TV. I kind of got a little goosebumps t- uh, looking at Joey talk to Rizzo on first base. Yeah. Those guys mm-hmm. have talked for hours during the game. Oh, yeah. Hours. A lot. The, both of those dudes stand on first base a lot, and they <laughs> both play first base. Yeah. So it's like you talk to – yeah, man. It, it, it's, you know, fuck the Cubs. You guys had your run. It's time for you guys to suck again. Yeah, it's going to be so fucking nice. And the way that your program is set up, the way that your you know your system is set up, it will not be as bad as it was. No, it's not. You know, gonna, like you do have some pieces. It's not going to take another hundred years for yeah, them to win a World exactly, Series. Exactly, it's not going to be a century. So just fucking sit back and take in this sweet Cincinnati D, babe. What do you mm. think? What do you think about the Cubs being broken up? Uh, I'm excited for it. I uh, the most recent news I saw was that the Yankees had their eye on Bryant, so we'll see how that goes. It's so inevitable. The Yankees—they yeah. just got Gallo, yeah, and some other big name is going to end up in pinstripes because that's what they do. Yeah, absolutely. and I still don't think it'll be enough for them to win the division. No, uh, absolutely not. The Red Sox are too good. The Red Sox and the Rays are fucking filthy. Yeah, I just gross. don't want to see the Yankees win another playoff game until like I'm you know 45 years old then i think it will have been long enough for me i'm tired i'm tired of it yeah. i think we all are no matter how much they win i think we're all tired of it well the 2010s were the first time the yankees hadn't won a world series in like 50 years 
There we go. Think We're getting about another that. beer cup snake going uh, on oh. from a man in a photo shirtsy. <laughs> God, what a guy. You love to see it. Well, can we talk about how Javi Baez just got a fine and not a suspension for what he did the other night? Hot take. Way it's to keep absurd. us on track. Was he doing like a sweeping motion with his back? Yeah, he went, well, gosh, everybody can't see me, but it was circular. It's like he was, was rowing like- a canoe. Yeah, was he saying he was up stri- up 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 Shit's Creek? Yeah, I don't know what exactly what he was saying. I don't know, and then he threw his bat toward the mound. I've launched his bat at the mound was wild, right? That's aggressive. It and, really was. And, un- and unwarranted. Even the fact that he went up and got into the box and said, pitch to me, bitch, and started giving me the hand motion to him, and then aggressively grabbing and cupping his penis. Right. <laughs> Untucking his shit. Meanwhile, the aforementioned Rizzo just like... Telling him to get his ass to first base. Yeah, go yeah. sit on fucking go go to first, first base so this can count. Yeah, get your Wilson Contreras basically dragging him, and then when he smacks that thing in the right center field, Baez is just going one pitch, one pitch, bitch, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and walking down first and still yelling at him, and he's pulling his jersey out. It's like oh, what he a totally, douche. He totally acted up. And props to Amir for just kind of taking it. And then the um I, coming in between them. That was a great, great move by the first whatever. I think it was like that was the first base umpire or was it or home plate. But either one of them, whichever that umpire was who came up and grabbed him and pushed him. And like Amir's like, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I got this. Exactly. Because it's like even Amir, it, it's a good sign because it's like there was nothing that Amir could have done aside from what he did that would have made him look good. Yep. Because no matter what... If you just, you know, one shot cold cock Baez to sleep, you're still a loser. <laughs> right. Because yeah, he still just beat you. Yeah. Yep. So, like, you just take that. If he had barked back at him, that would have been so embarrassing. What do oh, you say? God. Nothing. Because Baez is like, one pitch, motherfucker, we win. And what's what's Amir going to be like? No. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, dude. Yeah. I just fucking we went off the it. ivy with the bases loaded against yeah. you. It just happened. Yeah. And I just fucking so, I mean, walked he you t- off. He took his lump, you know. And, and he has been pitching well lately. You know, the best part of that whole thing was he, he took his lump and then he went down and took up did the presser and his quote was, they don't boo nobodies. nobodies. They don't boo nobodies, which right. is a good take. Great take that yeah. you're already under their skin. You're in their head. Yeah, it didn't work out in your favor. But guess what? Like you're just saying, he was he's been pitching better. Yeah, because he's not like a straight up eight or ninth inning guy. Yeah, no. Okay. He's not a ninth inning He's guy. He's got seven saves this year, which was kind of surprising. Seven? Six or seven, yeah. That's, well, out of how many chances, too, and how many times he's blown it. That number on paper, I'm that's nice, but I'm not buying into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know we mentioned a little bit earlier, he just had a pretty ugly swing on a, for, on a strike three, but in the absence of Castellanos, Aquino has mm. really been nice. Yeah, man. He's been yeah. clutch. He's been pretty slick with it, dude. He's like... You know, the power is still there. It's not like the average is elite, but the average is at least existent. Bottom line, having Arstides Aquino in your eight hole is not a bad thing. Like having a guy that could at any given moment hit a 500 feet out of the stadium. And he's been flashing a pretty slick little glove around. Yes, he has. He's he's not been bad offensively. He's saved some run, man. No, he's, uh, he's been a good... A good, you know, plug the hole until Big Stick Nick. Oh, oh Mally. Is he going to get thrown out from right field? No, no he's not. Boy. Aquino's last seven games. This is kind of crazy. 20 ABs, uh, three runs, six hits, one homer, two ribs, four walks, 12 Ks, 300 
300 average with a 4, 417 on base percentage and 500 slugging. Yeah, man. And it's super tiny, itty bitty sample size. With a couple runs taken away in the field. Yeah. He's been totally worth it. Like, it has not been some massive drop off. No. Because you brought up Naquin, and Naquin is floundering a little bit. Yes. I mean, it's his first full season as a Major League Baseball player. And as hot as he was to start the year, you kind of expected him to drop off, but you kind of also kind you kind of figured... He did plateau. I mean, he did kind of find a little groove. It wasn't that long ago. Granted, we lost the ball game, but he had five hits. Yeah. Guy went yeah. five for six. Right. He is still dangerous at bat, like in, at the plate. Let's give you a good sample size of what he's been doing. It's not great. In 30 games... His last 30, 99 ABs, he's got 23 hits, two homers, 13 ribs, 23 strikeouts, 232 average, 283 on base, 323 slugging. That on base isn't great. That's average isn't great either, but no. I mean, I guess we're throwing that out the window and that slugging isn't great either. Yeah, right. So, it's just tough. Yeah, boy. And so, you can't have that be your everyday starting center fielder. And that, to me, should show that you can play Shogo more while Senzel is out. Play Shogo more. And then, I mean, just thinking about how big of an acquisition it would be to get a healthy Nick Senzel for the final run of the season. Sure. Because Naquin off the bench changes everything. It's yes. like we were talking about just perspective of your expectations and measuring your expectations for these guys. Yep. When we signed Naquin on fucking Valentine's Day, it wasn't in the cards for him to be like hey dude you're our fu- you're our starting center fielder batting fifth right that that i don't know if that's what their expectations were mm-hmm. i mean same thing what we were just talking about with farmer at shortstop so if you like measure what was truly expected of them the fact that we've got a not starting center fielder who starts center fielder for us and a yeah. not starting shortstop who starts Stringish. shortstop yep. for us dude two of our eight fucking position players are not I mean, just objectively, not like everyday starting position yeah. players in the Major League Baseball, and we're fucking buyers six and a half games out, yeah. excited about the potential of the rest of the season. Right, because your offense is carrying you that much. It really is wild, dude. And it's like, and it's just the, you know, ifs and buts. If your aunt had balls, she'd be your uncle. <laughs> All of, you know, but like, I, and we'll talk more about it. It'll come up here shortly, yeah. I'd imagine. But these acquisitions that we made in the bullpen. I mean, it's just the biggest what if in the world. What if our bullpen wasn't complete dog the shit. worst oh, in the league? The worst in the league. What if it was average? So think about this: with with making average. room for these new guys, we have we have sent down we have DFA'd three relievers this week. Yeah, DeLeon's gone. Osich is gone. Oh, I was just talking about making rooms for room for this with. Um, oh, we got an update. Okay, that's not a trade. You DFA'd. Goudeau, you DFA'd Osich. Josh Oshit, Ochich, Oshich. I can't fucking say it, and it's you don't aggravating have to anymore, me. Man. And now it's over. He's not on our team. Uh, Edgar Perez, whatever. Him, that guy, that guy who pitched two games and just got he fucking on our team. shelled. Goudeau and Osich. That's three more relievers that the was like 10 days ago. Right. He's not even on, not even in the organization anymore. No, we'll see. You. you got you got your your bill of rights. So, I, what is the list like? Twelve relievers at this point. It's a lot. I mean, you go Sesa, yeah, Givens, yeah, like on our current roster. Or like, I mean, cause oh, I'm talking about the guys IL. who have been DFA'd oh, or oh, sent oh, back yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, know? yeah, dude, a constant it's revolving be door. 
constant revolving door. That's what you get, though. When you pick up off the scrap heap, you're not going to... You Most of the time, you're going to find fucking trash. You know what I saw the other day, and it just was like kind of a knife in the heart? Hmm. The Discofani thing obviously sucks. The fact that he is... Oh, my God. ...leads the NL and wins. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I get it. It's not ideal, but you know, I mean, fucking six always, mil though. He was always hurt here, man. That yeah, was there. That was the Giants taking a chance and looking at the metrics and be like, if he stays healthy, he's good. It's Which not, has always it, been the thing with him. I wasn't even going to say the disco thing. The disco thing is obviously a gut punch. It's the fucking Kevin Gosman. That was the other thing, man. Like, here's. Do you realize how much they're paying him this year for that too? It's a. It's a. It is a qualifying offer. It is one year, eighteen million. Yes, because he was near the end of arbitration. So he took the qualifying offer instead of hitting the open market, bet on himself, and he's going to get paid even more. And it wasn't working here for him. But one year, 18 is like an insane number. Correct. 100% correct. Because we picked him up for, we gave him a milli. Yeah, we picked him up for nothing. We gave him a fucking nothing. lottery ticket. Right, and that, and then it didn't, it didn't pan out the way that we thought it would, and then we he went to I mean, to I it. didn't know he was making 118. That is a full anomaly. Yes. Guys don't go from like cutting room floor scratch offs to you know getting twenty fucking million dollars. He figured for it a out year. though. He figured it out. That's the one thing. It's like like what Jack has always been saying. He's like, there's something that someone figures out along the way, and it makes them a great ball player. Yeah. Like when he talked about with Gino, and then like um, just that level up. That level up that happens, and you're unlocked. That happened with Gosman. And it's hard to quantify. It's hard to be like, this person figured out how to do this. Right. It's just like he figured it out on his own. He figured out that his two-seamer can be placed there or something that he's just a a minute thing that made his curveball his curveball this year. Yeah. You know. So, Alicia, and without like, because you actually are, I'm not just saying this because you're here, like, you actually are really good at keeping a pretty tight lip about you know just being around the office like i've never gotten anything that i shouldn't have gotten from you you know but like when you were around the office this week did it feel did the energy feel different were you like these people the people are on the phone more often people are walking around faster anything like that we keep it we keep all of that stuff away from where i work okay that makes sense yep so just an energy shift because it's just so weird. It just makes you think, like the last two weeks on this podcast and on Twitter and really everywhere, if you're a Reds fan, the last, it's intensified in two weeks, but the entire season, it's just like, it just feels like the front office is just sitting there like playing Tetris. I feel... No, that's not the case. Sure. But when everyone on Twitter is like, what in the good God fuck? <laughs> and then they don't come out with like an, uh, with anything and then in two days... There's two trades made that like yep. fully address the problem. It, it's just like the switch up of that is just so weird to me. It's like, what does fucking Castellini call crawl? And it's like, you get to do your job today, boy. <laughs> or like, what the fuck ever. It's just weird that it happened so quickly, or seemingly so quickly. Right. Obviously, we've been talking to these teams for a minute. Well, think about this. I mean, crawl said on the broadcast or, or sorry Jim Day said what Crawl said which was they've been talking with the Yankees for six weeks that's a long fucking time that is an unbelievably long time to figure it out but then also what Crawl said was you know people are coming up to a deadline so they have to act quickly so things will finally get done I believe that there was constantly phone calls happening yeah. and like 
the, and I think the foreshadowing of the Givens trade was the Hoffman trade because the Reds called in, and you know, supposedly you think they called up the Rockies and they ended up walking out with Jeff Hoffman, right? And Case Williams, and yet it was to check in and be like, well, how do we get Trevor Story? And they were like, Hunter Green, and they said, go no, fuck see the fuck later yourself. Are you kidding me? You gave it up. You gave up Aaron Dondo for nothing, right? You gave him up, and you're paying his salary. I know. Just to get him out of here. So, like, you have to think, like, that, that that was that. And then they just went back to the well and got a very, very good reliever for literally what they traded for with him they for Jeff just Hoffman. gave it back to him. And then Noah Smith, who was number 26 in, in the Reds organization. Yeah, they looked pretty slick on that. Dude, his... His goddamn overall career line in seven years, like, believe it or like, there. Okay, we'll say. Look at this though. And do 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 in ten games in twenty twenty, this this line totally screwed up his career line for Givens. Uh, he had a six point seven five ERA. And in nine point one innings pitched, he had nine. He gave up nine hits, eight runs, seven earned, four homers. It just sounds like a bad start in Colorado. Yeah. Right? But then if you go, and he got traded mid-season from Baltimore to Colorado. But so let's go back, like we always say, let's go back to the 2019, right? Yeah, the last real season. The last real season. Um, it wasn't... What a fucking play. Spectacular. He had a 4.57 ERA in 58 games. He had 63 innings pitched, 49 hits, 35 runs, 35 earned. He only gave up 13 homers though in that time. But then if you, I didn't realize that he had experience as a starting pitcher. No, this is all reliever. This is all reliever, reliever stats. The big year is honestly, it's this year. He's got he's got a 2.73 ERA with in 31 games pitched. Um, he's got 29.2 innings pitch, 25 hits, 11 runs, nine of them earned, giving up five dingers. And thinking about that in Colorado in 31 games, that's impressive. His ERA plus is 171, and his Ks per nine, 10.3. Yeah, man. And then it's just like, I love... So that's solid as fuck. That is, that is what you need in your bullpen. And you... Go, and you Gave up nothing. And if this is the season that he's kind of coming to life and really coming into his own, then I love the psychology behind like how pumped up you would be to to go from a team who could not be more out of it. You know, Colorado's yeah. nineteen and a half games out right now. Yeah. It's done. To just get to you you feel wanted, you feel important. You feel like, oh, this team needs me. They needed yep. this position filled, and they brought me here. Yep. So hopefully it just takes him to a whole nother level. It's just like new setting, new excitement, new teammates. You get to fucking, I don't know. I, I'm so thrilled. I just hope that they, you know, oh, he goes stay back healthy, to, all the good stuff. He goes back to, you know, when he was in Baltimore in 2015. You know what I mean? Back when they were, like, in it. They were competing. And that was his first year in the league in 22 games pitched, 30 innings pitched, 20 hits. Six earned runs, one dinger with an ERA plus of 230 with a K per nine at 11.4. Rip him up. Do we know if it's Michael or Mike Hill? My call. My, My call. call. I think it's my call. My call. My call. My call, coach. My call. I yeah, heard he somebody say it out loud earlier games. today. Who was it? 
I feel like it was during a broadcast. I think Sadak said it, my call. My but call given. I can't say Oof. for certain. But yeah, I, that, I, I'll believe you. And then this Sesa pickup is a sexy one, little one too, man. Mm. You were mentioning it's always a good sign when a player gets moved and then you go to Twitter and then that yep. fan base is tweeting things like, what the good fuck? luck, take care of him, we're going to miss him. Yeah. Apparently, he was he was kind of beloved in New York. He was. I mean, he was a solid guy who will give you two innings um, in relief. He is not a big strikeout guy. He's, you know, at 7.3 uh, Ks per nine this year. But the thing is, is his ERA is 2.82 this year in... Um, 29 games. It's big. The guy goes out and he pitches to contact. He uses his slider 60% of the time. It's weak contact. It's ground outs. Right. I mean, that's that's nice to have. That's good for great American. Perfect. You don't, you don't bring in a guy who is a fly ball, you know, because, what, he just gives up three or four dingers a year that wouldn't be home runs anywhere else. <laughs> right. And he's a guy that, you know what, hearing that his slider's like that and that his fastball isn't fast, it's just placed well to create contact, sounds a lot like a really good starter for the Reds this year. Sounds a lot like it, man. Sounds a lot like someone who has been compared to the Hulk. It's Wade Miley. Guys. I was about to say, because Wade is not a big K per nine guy. No, he's just No, he is a contact. contact. He, doesn't, he doesn't walk a lot of guys. No. And we're in the middle of this game right now. Fucking shift. Yeah, the fucking shift. We're in the middle of the game right now, and knock on all the pieces of wood right now. It looks like we've got, oh, we got Luis Sesa hey! in the pin, baby. Throw him out for the bottom of the seventh, man, because God damn it, Tyler Malley, you did it again, kid. He got us to six. Scattered five runs, two uh, uh, two Ks, one walk over six. N- nary a run. Nary a run. Shut him the fuck up. Really didn't even have his stuff. No. Threw 103 pitches, through 57 strikes. That's not like a great ratio. No. That's a dog. That's a guy out there. That's a fucking dog. Right. But And that is a dude who's just like, I got to get out of this jam. So do you go Sesa? For one or two, because he's kind of like a longer inning guy. Do you run Sace out there, bottom seven, or do you run Malley out there again and see if he can get two outs? Um, and, then get, and then get Sesa for an inning and a third. I am running Sesa out there. You run Sesa out there? I run him I mean, out there might for as well. at least the seventh. He's here. It's about a sellout crowd. We're at Wrigley. It's a big game. He's got his hat off. He's done. Yeah, he's done. He's, he's laughing. There. He, w- he wouldn't be yucking it up like that unless they said you're out, kid. Yeah, you're done. You did it. So run him out there for the bottom of the Ooh, seven. Ooh, this is exciting, man. Yeah, let's yeah. see Sesa, dude. Dude, what a... Oh, God. What if he goes out and shuts down bottom seven, bottom eight, and then go... What? Then you go Heath Hembry? That's my problem. Is that you right. still don't have... And even when you get Sims back, I'm like, I don't... You know, with this, it's on the line. You need to slam the door. Yeah. And you... St- I, I don't trust Sims. I don't I trust consider, Antone. I, Coming off the IL like this? IL is a different thing, especially because you can't like fully, you can't just like easily be like, all right, TJ, go get us two. Right. You can't get us two. But a healthy, a healthy, regularly scheduled TJ Antone, yeah. I consider him going out for an inning and a third, yeah. is a closed door. Agreed. You know, like if we run him out with an out in the top of the third. Right. I'd run him out. Sure, but I'd run him out for that last inning. But he needs tough. to be a hundred percent. Yeah, and he's not. And no, and we and, I, and you can't rush him back too soon because he is 
a part of your the the future of your rotation. And speaking of running them out too soon and returning from the IL, we whiffed on it last week, and this is a little old news, but it's still very relevant because we, you know, we just, I mean, we got to throw Heath fucking Hembry out there to close the game potentially. <laughs> well, he leads the what since he's got seven. He's got yeah saves since the break. Yeah, leads all of baseball. It's pretty crazy. God, but. I mean, we're shitting on him, and he's doing a good job, he's but it's not job, sustainable. But no, but I mean, it's like it's no. You're right. You go out, you got the new piece goes out there. He, he, what if he potentially goes out, gets six outs, and then you just run out Heath Embry? It's it doesn't match. No, it doesn't match. You know, right? But uh, we we didn't talk about it last week. It's still very relevant, dude. That decision when Lorenzen came back the first day, and he pitched, played center field, hit. And was a pinch runner. That's a pretty crazy move. Yeah, babe. What did you think about that? Well, first off, one of my friends pointed out that Michael Lorenzen looks like Earthworm Jim, and I just have to throw that out <laughs> He's there. He's got some serious <laughs> Earthworm Jim vibes. Earthworm Yeah, Jim. definitely. <laughs> um, we were at that game, and I, first off, that was a super fun game because, you know, we had a fun little rain delay towards the end yeah. for a little bit, and we yeah. got poured on. But I just remember standing up there and thinking, like, how can you have him play, like, <laughs> like three different roles on his first four. game back? But yeah, four. But, I'm, but okay. Sorry. I, whatever. Anyway, how, how can you, when he's literally just gotten back, it, it's not like he'd been on the 10-day IL. This no, guy has been hurt season. all effing season. And you're like... Day one, we're going to have him um, pole vault and then bench press 500 <laughs> pounds. And then after that, like pull down somebody's pants and go running. Like, I don't know what the hell, why David Bell went with that decision. Um, and then immediately the next day, they're like, oh, my God, he's hurt again. What's up with that? Yeah, he fucking <laughs> ripped his goddamn hamstring. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was absurd. I get the appeal of having a tool like that, but it just goes so far away. And again... We have gone back. I'm not like a, an ardent David Bell hater. We aren't. I, I'm just not. But but every fucking person in the stadium and every single Reds fan watching the game on TV who even had an iota of an idea of what, like you just said, it wasn't a 10-day IL stand. Yeah. We yeah. missed him the entire season. They we, tell you to... And then on top of knowing how important his return is... To our bullpen, which is the biggest glaring fucking hole on our whole team, for them to just—it just seemed like every every Reds fan in the entire world was like, "What are we doing?" And then he pulls up lame, uh, running home, tagging up from third base, and it was like, just the biggest duh moment, you know? It yeah. was just the biggest. Well, no well, shit, man. Well, think about this too. His, you know, he only pitched in Louisville. It's not like he went and took ABs and run ran around the bases. He hadn't had in a major league at bat in two years. It, yes, a fucking. Exactly. See, that's what I'm talking about. It was like, dumb. Dude, give me Mike Freeman. Yeah, give me anybody. The great Reds legend, Mike Freeman, or Max Schrock. Dude, this is big. Luis Cesar's debut with the Reds. Uh, little Reds history. First red in history to wear the number 85. How fun is that? First How red in history. Wait a minute. Is that Chad Ochocinco on the mound? I was just going to say, That's do you Chad think that Ochocinco. we stayed away from it because Ochocinco was in this town for too long destroying that number? Damn, yeah. dude, Ochocinco. I just hope that Sesa doesn't headbutt anybody 
I just hope that Sasa doesn't TV show. go and hit on a lady at a restaurant and sit in her section for two hours and then leave her $10 because he was pissed she wouldn't go on a date with him. That sounds personal. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder who did that to someone sitting in this room. Oh, so interesting. That sounds really personal. <laughs> it, yeah, I'm intrigued. Huh. Do we, huh. Do we, do we know? I'm taking a picture of Sasa doing that. Okay, well, I'm putting you that on the Instagram of you with your tongue out, sweet cheeks. That is Thank huge. You. That is huge. Come on, yeah. Sasa. First pitch as a red. Strike one. Oh! Second pitch. Snapped Stop. off a fucking Dude. slider strike two. Dude, that ver- that's, it's all a vertical slider is what he works. <laughs> I did not know how fucking built this boy is. He's thick. He's thicker than a snicker. And I mean, what is he like? Six three, two fifteen, two twenty. Well, he's, he's a six thick foot old bitch. Two oh eight. Yeah, two. Yeah, he's definitely north of two hundred pounds. That boy's got some shoulders and a look at that. I think he's like. Him. Yeah, he's got a fucking dump truck. You have to to drop that slider, dude. Luis say so. Welcome to Cincinnati, baby. We got him for three years too. All right. I mean, what if he turns into a little something? He's twenty nine. Come on. You love to see it. You do. You love to see it a lot, man. Maybe uh, maybe one day soon we'll get Luis Sesa here on the podcast or even something crazier like he could like go online and, and talk to people about like Reds and sports in general. And oh things. my God, I wonder if there's a place where he could do that. Like if there was some place that you could go online for, you know, guys like us who commentate sure. or, you know, like players, ex-players, sports analysts or something like that. Oh, I dude, there is a place. It's you just did a read for it. What's yeah, it called? it's called Spotify Green yeah, Room. Yeah, Spotify Green Room. You guys know what it is. It's that live audio-only sports talk platform, baby. You can talk to me. You can talk to Billy. You can talk to other fans, athletes, perhaps even Luis Saya. You know, man, all sorts of crazy stuff happens. Uh, you get on the conversation and you listen to it here every day, okay? So you can share your experience uh, on the app. Uh, you have a chance to be featured on uh, on this podcast, baby. Yeah. The new Nasty Boys. All you got to do is download the Spotify. Green Room app. It's free in the iOS app store. You create a profile, you link your Twitter, and you join the New Nasty Boys group. You follow me at the New Nasty Boys and you, to be notified when the Green Room goes live. And join us, me and Billy. We're going to be all over up there on uh, Spotify Green Room on X Day at Y Time. Hey. Yeah, baby. We're going to do it someday. At some time. You know what? If we don't, we still do the read and you still listen to this podcast. That's so right. You, and you, you are, guys know where we stand. And you have been alerted. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, you guys are our uh, number one priority. Top shelf. Yeah, that's all. That's all it comes down to. You know what else it comes down to? What else? I'm looking at our list here, and we have not touched on uh, Justin Wilson, the last guy in that deal. That other guy that we got from Colorado. No, or no, from uh, the Yankees. Yeah, the other guy. So Justin Wilson is. His numbers weren't as sexy as the other guys. No, but you know what? He is. He is a his Start comp. Out. Oh, drop, 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 drop. Canicorn. Right. Fly out, left Canicorn. field. There we go. Luis Cesa, out number one. We'll say see you later. We'll say see you later. So, Justin Wilson. He is in his, the tenth, he's in his 10th season. He's like 33. Here's the thing with him. He's bounced around a little bit. He bounced around from Pittsburgh to New York to oh. Detroit. He was in Chicago, the Mets, then back to the Yankees. They signed him to it's like a we basically he's a cash dump. We pay the rest of his two two point one million dollar salary. So that way the Yankees can go out and get another big, big piece, which they did in Joey Gallo. Yeah. 
pretty cool. Um, good to see him. It's going to be nice to see him in pinstripes. Yeah, that's cool. It's really He's cool. He's a guy who deserves to play at Yankee Stadium. Oh, yeah, dude. That short porch in right is Fuck. Before I drove, uh, and uh, we, we, you know, it's a very exciting time to be a Reds fan, so we've been talking mostly Reds, but I did a, a little road weekend, and I didn't obviously go to any games, but I drove by PNC Park in Pittsburgh. I've heard it's beautiful. Put my hands on the stadium. Pittsburgh is unequivocally Cincinnati, but shittier. <laughs> Absolutely. For real. Like yeah. and I, I like I enjoyed it. I walked around downtown Pittsburgh for a little bit, and like there's some great little parks. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it is aesthetically Cincinnati, but objectively worse and not as good. It's just it, the buildings are much older, and I'll say that like a lot of their historical buildings are cooler. But like, they're legitimately, I'm sure you agree, is some kind of lingering odor everywhere. Oh, it's stinky. It it's, stinks, it, and like not just in the summertime. Um, and their river somehow looks worse than ours. Yeah. And I don't even know how that can be accomplished because the Ohio, I mean, it's all the Ohio, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, like, it's the three rivers. The Allegheny. Ooh. Allegheny, Ohio, and the shit one. It has poop in it. The one that's filled the with poop. poop. That's isn't the Ohio. That all of them? All of them have poop. But, um, yeah, and I mean, it's it's far bigger, but but it feels it just feels kind of unwelcoming. It's unwelcoming. It is. It's kind of hard to navigate. It's like Columbus in the sense where it's like you'll be going somewhere that's 10 minutes away and you'll have to get off on 10 exits. Yeah. And like be hawking your GPS. And it's like, this feels dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. It's very and spread it's, out. And I agree with you. They do have a bunch of old buildings. I love an old building. What they also have are so many like... 18-year-old buildings that are just ugly as fuck. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, wow, cool. This neighborhood has so much history. It's all the same sharp white, <laughs> you know, what? just like ugly OTR buildings. Yeah. It's just like gorgeous storefront, gorgeous storefront. And, it look, and then it's an apartment complex that looks like the whole thing was made from Ikea. <laughs> that was what Pittsburgh was to me. I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm not here to fully hate on the city, but I was like, it is. It's Great American in the banks down there by the stadium. It's just shittier, dude. That it just is those like apartment complexes you talk about that look like they're built up from IKEA. Like I look at those buildings, and I like. Oh, those look like, like, like a uh, project housing in District Nine. Yeah, yeah, that's just right, what right. it always looks yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. To me. Fancy, but not terrible. I've never been to Pittsburgh. I've never really had an inclination to go. I do want to go to PNC, but. I've never driving by felt PNC was cool. The need. PNC and Heinz are right next to each other, just like Paul Brown and Great American, which is cool. Yeah, copycats. Yeah. Um, and then when I was leaving Brooklyn, I drove through the Bronx and went and saw Yankee Stadium. And it's, I, it's looks like a palace. Yeah. I mean, it's got like a fully different aesthetic than any stadium I've ever seen. It's like <laughs> meant to look regal. Yeah. It looks like a palace. It really does. Still haven't gone. It's really wild. I would I would have loved to have walked in. Yeah, well, you guys are going in September, yeah? Uh-huh. Yankees and Mets are both in town. Going up to the city. I want to go to Yankee Stadium. She wants to go to City she Field. She wants to go to Pete Alonso Stadium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I think that my uh, appetite was satiated when he was here. Because we, I got. Oh, to you go got to, to see his butt in person. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to see a game where he homered, but we won. So mission accomplished. Yeah, absolutely. So my thought is, I'm happy that we will be going to City Field for a Governor's Ball. 
So I don't need to see a game there because we'll be in there. Oh, that's where the festival is. Mm -hmm. You'll get to take in the stadium. Yeah. So if we want to go to a Yankees game, that's fine. I'm just going to get blackout drunk and he'll have to take care of me. Well, that was going to happen anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, usually on vacation, we both get blackout drunk and a stranger has to take care of us. That is also true. That's what is for order. That's what's on their order. So we got to keep our wits about us because we'll be in New York. Fuck yeah, man. So we can't do that, or else, uh, yeah, it won't end well. I had a quick sold. in and out in New York, but every time I go there, I'm just blown away. I'll walk around, and you see all these people, and you're so overwhelmed because you just got there, and then you see all these people, and you're just like, just so amazed how many people managed to live there full time. Yeah. And just stacked on top of each other. So many people constantly everywhere, no matter what. So many people. And think about this. Every single one of those people is doing their own thing. Yeah, they're figuring it out. All on their own. Yeah, exactly. They're figuring it out. Most, you've got three roommates. Other than that, you're just up there at your own devices. See, yeah, you would. So you would hate to do that. Like, right? Like, say we move to New York and it's like, well, we got to have a roommate. I would hate to do it at this point in my life, but had we done it when we were 23, like we talked about, I wouldn't. I would have loved it. Yeah. Right. But at 30, and married, also in both of your all standings right now, like you could get, you could not live in squalor and have a place between you two, and not, you know, not have it be some insane price gouge from what you're paying right yeah. now. You could. Very I mean, true. you guys could. You guys, you know, you forget living in a dual income household mm-hmm. where you guys both make nice money. Like, yeah. you guys could go and live in a fucking $1,800 a month place. Oh, yeah. For oh, sure. We more than that. Each. Like, that's so doable. Yeah. yeah. We even so think attainable. about it right you now. Could fu- you could completely do it. Absolutely, yeah. Right, and then, I mean, we could even get a nice one bedroom. I wouldn't mind that if the bedroom was small and the living room was big. Yeah. You had like a place um, to host a little bit. You'd pay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And a little porch for my egg. <laughs> yeah, that big city cooking. That yeah, yeah, big that city I'm, smoking. Yeah, that's, since that's yeah. what they do, you know. Yeah. Well, Luis Sesa just went up and had a one, two, three clean inning on his first, in his Reds debut. How about that? Oh, you saw the Barclays Center, so there's grass on the. Yeah, there's grass on the roof. Oh yeah. There's grass on the roof, and the whole idea is that it like, it like soak it like, it acts as like a rain collecting system. So a lot of the water that is used in that place is comes from like rain collection. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and it's like green. It's insulating, apparently. Like heat won't can't escape. Heat or cold can't escape from outside or inside out, and vice versa. That looks like there's a little bit of a charge in that. That's got a good. That's got a good chance. Oh yeah. Gino, that a boy, Genie. Double, that a boy, Gino. Raise that average. He is. He 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 kind of is. At least I mean, we we're all about that small. That small sample size here with the new Nasty Boys. You know, this series, he's been Gino that is useful. Extremely. He's been useful Gino. I mean, that is a pretty swing. That It's always his... The swing has never not been pretty. It's just where he's looking at to put the ball. Yeah, he, he probably takes more bad swings than anybody on the team, and it's not even close. Oh, for sure. I mean, he takes more bad swings at this point than Adam Dunn. Yeah. Well, Pete Dunn. Well, dude, you how know, uh, how nice does tacking on another insurance run here in the eighth sound? It would be nice if Kyle Farmer could do it, and I believe he could. So, here's something that we haven't talked about. There's two more things on my list, and then or three more things on my list, and then we can close this. Um, 
Nick Castellanos has resumed baseball activities. Which is just so gigantic. The Castellanos injury was so disheartening mm-hmm. to Reds fans that I swear to God it hasn't really even be, been discussed publicly. No, because it's trauma. I it, mean, like, it really is. Like, yeah. no one on Twitter's talking about it. Nope. No one's talking about it on 700. People aren't bringing it up. It's nope. so fucking upsetting that the, in, a, in some ways, like, runaway MVP. If we're competing yeah. in the National League... He's the most valuable player. Exactly. It wasn't close. Well, that was also another strange David Bell move was in that game where we were fighting for our lives. Um, when was that? Two weeks ago when he was just coming I off think the it, aisle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we pinch hit him. Yeah. When, when he wasn't fully healed and he pinch hit Ooh. with one hand. Oh, no. Dude, and he's already got six off the hip. You just got to jog down acting like it doesn't hurt. And you know what that bruise is going to look like tomorrow? Oh. And he already has an abdominal strain. Yeah, man, that boy. He puts up with a lot. Farm dog, man. I mean, 96. Oh, right I mean, the butt on cheek. like the tailbone, dude. Yeah, like, like the top of the butt that cheek. That weird vulnerable. It's like the, the back. butt bone. Exactly. <laughs> it is like the back. You dude. know what he's saying in the back of his head while he's running to first, not thinking about the pain? How about that? Number one and two in Major League or in National League hit by pitch. Number one, Jonathan India. Number two, dude. Kyle Farmer. Those two are competing for the top one and two spots. fucking day, dude. That helps OBP a lot. Yeah. Get on. Just get on. Oh. That's why Jonathan's is so high. <laughs> what? Yeah. Go ahead, Bill. Because he gets Bill. pegged and walked. What Jonathan... Oh, not Jonathan. What Kyle <laughs> Farmer's thinking... <laughs> Nice. Jonathan India gets pegged. You heard it here first. Oh, you pe- with all with his, his crystals. crystals. <laughs> gets a big old long piece of cylindrical quartz mm-hmm. right up the chute. Dude, how, I bet that charges his chakras. Yeah, dude. Something's getting charged. Oh, God. I know. Something's it. getting charged. I mean, at this point, okay. All right. Well, Farmer is walking to first and not thinking about getting hurt and yeah. like how it hurts. You know what he's, what's going off in his head? When the dogs are coming in. <laughs> that farm dog mentality. Every time I hear that fucking song. <laughs> yeah, dude, the farm dog mentality. Okay, so just talking a little baseball. We're watching that live game. We've gotten feedback. We know you guys like that. Naquin's up right now. Top eight, four-run lead, runners on first and second. The shift is not as dramatic as it normally is for Naquin. He's not swinging a hot bat. That was a strike. Do you lay one down? I mean, why is no. he not laying one down third base line? Don't give him. Don't give him. Don't give away outs. Yes, but I mean, we were you just talking on. about how Naquin right now is, you know, a bit of a liability Lacking. with the stick. Uh, can he in bunt the sh- in the shift? He can bunt. We've seen him bunt for hits twice this season. Well, maybe he's he's uh, waiting for his pitch. He's going to play in a drag bunt here. Yeah, I mean, you got you got Chris Bryant playing third base slash shortstop. On the outfield grass. But it's also his line 0 for 2, not weak contact, their line outs. Yeah, he has so hit the ball hard. So you, I think he's just going to give himself a shot here. Um, so, yeah, Castellanos, is, that's huge. I mean, putting Weird. him back and right and having Aquino come off the bench and providing the bat and the, the, providing the stick he has so far this year is going to be nice again. Um, what about Ryan Castellanos on Twitter? Dude, he's a savage, and Brother I'm all about it. We should get him on here. Just yeah, be he like, would do it in a heartbeat. Oh, for sure. Get Liam in here, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just put him on. Liam, draw me on a shirt. <laughs> Dude, that video of him at the pro shop seeing your all Cincy shirts with his drawing on it. I mean, yeah. to see a young boy like truly almost be moved to like tears of joy yeah. is a rare, beautiful thing. Oh, he was amazing. quite shaken up by that. In a good way. Like, he was fully geeked out. Oh, yeah. Man, I hope that that... I hope the 
love that the fan base has given Castellanos plays into his decision next year just a little bit. I hope oh, so. Oh yeah. Too. I mean, what do you think now? What do you think what do you think with these moves if we can make a push later this season? What do you think Oh, that moves the runners. I mean, that's as good that's as a, a bunt. bunt. That's a bunt. That is a run. That is a swing and bunt, baby. Sp- yep. What do you think? I mean, if you're just right now, okay. What are the odds he's on our team next year? Damn, bitch! Let's oh, go. Oh yeah, we're going Justin Wilson. Wilson. We're throwing all these new boys out. Get out there, lefty. My man Justin, looking like a new and improved John Osich. Oh no, he's comparable to Doolittle. That's his comp. Like, like ninety-one, ninety-two. Like no, like now. Oh no, ninety-one, well, ninety-two, lefty, but has a little bit better control. So and not as flat as a fa- of a fastball. You know what I mean? Because yeah. It, Doolittle's it, mo- it it literally is just straight across. It it has some movement, but it's like if you get, yeah, it's just the fact is that he's just effectively wild. Hey, yeah, dude, and that's why it works. Rarely used bench piece coming up to bat with runners on second and third. Max Schrock, Reds legend, four Reds for legend. I mean four for four. I, I mean if you're talking about a damn pinch hitter, two fifty seven. Not yeah. mad at him. I'm not either, man. That was a that was a fine signing this last. So we got we got Shrock, Batten, and Shogo on deck. Oh, you love to see Shogo on deck. Shogo get a couple ribbies. Got you gotta have it. Um, well, Billy and I were talking on Sunday when we were at the game about Shogo because it just appears that if he were to get just a little bit more playing time, he would be exactly what we intended him to be when we signed him. Yep. What I just we don't, gave him a lot of money for. I just don't understand why he's sitting on the bench so often. He made an almost killer play last night during the game. Two of them. His glove and, yeah. has been exceptional this season. Absolutely. Yeah, his batting hasn't been phenomenal, but um, was it two, two games ago? I mean, he was just swinging and swinging at pitches, kept fouling them off, but like each time it was a nice swing. Uh, like very intentional and churning, uh, and chalking up pitchers for or pitches for a, a pitcher is good. Right, absolutely. That's like I, a good sign of a good hitter. I think he fouled off five or six. I yeah. mean, last night he had a nine pitch at bat. That was last night. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the days blend. Yeah, the days meld together like tie dye. Oh, a nice swirl. God, it's just so fun that we're at least interested in this shit, man. So why? I mean, here's my thing. If you see Naquin slumping like he has, he does have a swinging bunt. Why aren't you playing Shogo two out of three instead of one out of five? I mean, it just goes back. We sound like a broken record on this podcast, but there just simply has to be something we're missing. There's got to be something going on in the fucking clubhouse or going on with Shogo that we don't know about because on paper it just makes too it just makes too little sense for it to continue to be ha- going down like this. Yep. Right. One hundred percent. It's got to be something fucking going on because it tr- it doesn't make any sense. None. We're paying him fucking like what twelve twelve mil a year, dog. To sit. Correct. It's a lot of money for a team that is you know well, that's a that's lot our f- whole thing. That's a lot for a bench piece. I mean, Hung Sung Kim isn't making that in 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 uh, San Diego. In San Diego, so four twenty four. He's not making. Yeah, that's that's bananas. It's that's bonkers. An insane. And there's the, I I I kind of just want answers instead of David being like, 
Well, he's coming off. He, you know, he's understanding his role as a bench player, and uh, yes, so but, yeah, it's, but it's like why though? But why? But why? Why are we giving the vet the one year vet? And dude, I as much as it, it's still a frustrating predicament to find yourself in, and you're just like, why isn't Shogo getting run? If he's not getting run against a healthy Nick Senzel, that's how the cookie fucking crumbles. Correct. But Senzel hasn't been on our fucking squad in like three months. No, because the cookie has crumbled. And it has, yeah, quite literally. And the cookie being every bone and joint in his body. <laughs> yeah, and muscle. God bless his heart. But I don't know, man. Just the Shogo dynamic is, is definitely weird. I don't like it. Yeah, and it's, it's definitely weird. And it's this weird kind of like black cloud over the squad. You know? Worth the walk. There you Shrock, go. Shrock, the walk, baby. Shrock and walking. Oh. All right, we got top eight up four bases juice, one out. Shogo walking up to the plate with the Cubs pitching coach going out there to tell this fucking Maples guy that he's washed. He's trash. He's fucking washed. Oh, man. Hey, you know what? I kind of want to have the ump go out and do a check on him and make sure he doesn't have spider tack in his hair. He might. He could. Dude, that could be a thing. Guys with flow go out there with some pitching product in their hair. Dude, I'm telling you, he's got some some Paul Mitchell greasing oh, up. Look at that. Ash. Yeah, that's a that's a rough run, man. He's played 56 games this year out of a possible 93. He's batting a buck 87. Right, but I mean, how many of those those games are just like a pin, one? A lot of those at bats are pinch hit. You come off ice cold, going up against an eighth inning guy who juices 97. Con- considering the fact that he has still not adjusted to American baseball. Okay. I just got an MLB app notification. I'm not going to look at it. It just popped up. Let's just assume Shugo Akiyama does something cool here. Because I didn't get it. Oh, wait. No, I didn't get it. So, because okay. I have my reds alerts turned off, guys. That's smart. I am smart yeah, sometimes. That's, that's next level. I have my Rangers ones on and my Yankees ones Shogo on. Shogo career at Wrigley Field, 5 for 14, batting 357 with a ribby, four walks, and three stolen bases in seven games. Mm. Have yourself a day, Shogo. Come on, do something, baby. Yeah, come on, guy. Do something, kid. Five pinch hits in 2021, most on the team for Shogo Akiyama. Maple oh. sets. Drip, bitch. <laughs> Earning it the fucking hard way, baby. Oh, there Earn we go. The hard way. That's a ribby, dude. Give him the ribby. That's and, another ribby. And he's he on owns base. Wrigley. Love it. And now we got Johnny Boy. We got Johnny fucking Stacks. David Bell. Uh, David. Jesus, David Bell. Uh, old grandpa. Just throw it out the hand like, eh, eh. Whatever. Ooh, oh, right in the meat of the hammy. You know what? That would have taken off Senzel's leg. Yeah, no It would have disappeared, evaporated to nothing. Uh, Gutierrez looked good last night again. Goody's uh, looked good, man. He's got he got himself into jams. He he's he, and he worked his way out. I mean, he goes out and he gives you six innings last night with two runs. I mean, that's that's exactly what you need from your five what starter. What could you ask of the guy? That's exactly what you need from a rookie and a five starter. See, I mean, that's he's the gone thing. Out. Keyword rookie, man. Right. Keyword rookie. It's like. Peyton Manning, I'm not saying Vladimir Gutierrez is Peyton Manning, but I'm just saying, just as a reference, Peyton Manning went out rookie season, the Colts went 3-13, and and he set a record for interceptions. Yep. But he was still there. You know, it was still, like, right. there was still a glimmer there. You see Gutierrez go out and <gasps> just, like... Are they just obsessed at this point? Right, dude. They're Could... trying to peg the guy. And... 
He puts well, up big peg energy. Well, before you continue, Peyton Manning and Vladimir Gutierrez do have a lot in common. They both have spiders tattooed on their yes, necks. The, the, the Black Widow throat it. tattoo is something they have in common. And I'm glad Peyton got it when he was at Tennessee. You know, yeah, back he really in the day. grew with him. Yeah, he has a matching sure. one on his butthole. <laughs> That's what I heard that he used to show like training directors. <laughs> He's got a tarantula tattoo on his forehead too. Oh. Yeah, Vlad. Actually, it's a progressive ad. Who am I kidding? We've talked. Yeah, we've talked about this like a million all times. Straight. But one of the things that is just such reason to be excited is like you got Vlad, you got Johnny, you got Stevenson. Three true rookies that are just full everyday contributors to your squad. Right. That's just invaluable, man. That oh, is yeah. so fucking exciting. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's the, it shows you like that they're in this year. <coughs> going to go get it and have the pieces available for the future as well. So it's not like they're locked in and it's like, this is the window. This is it. It's showing that the window is extended past like what the Cubs did with, with, their, with their core. Here's a tough question. If you are in charge of delving out the money, who do you pay, Winker or Castellanos? Casti. Winker. Okay. What is, what's your logic? Age. Age. That's my logic. And your and logic is just Castiano is a better ball player, or just just what he brings to the team, and he's hot, or what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's swarthy as fuck, you and he's got great hair and a nice chain. Well, you can yeah. say what you always say. I know he has a big dick. Oh, the biggest dig, yeah. I mean, it's probably put him on the IL before. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they have exactly. to be like, he pulled said, a hammy, and meanwhile, it's just like, yeah, his dick keeps weighing him down. I would say, it's so long, it stinks. No, Billy's got a very... <laughs> <laughs> it hangs halfway down the leg. It gets dripped yeah, man. on. Way, way too... Uh, way too big for these baseball pants. Amen. Way too stinky. No, Billy's got a good point. I mean, Winker... I, I just think that he's going to get better um, as time goes on. And I mean... But Soft I, spot but, for a draft pick, too. Right. But I worry because of the slump he's been in. And he hit a similar slump back in... Uh, I, was it 19? Well, he was or hurt was in 19. I know, but... He can years. be really, really streaky, good and bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And and he just... He's so hot and cold. And I, and I mean, when he's cold, he's not so cold that he's... Destroy, you know, he's not Gino cold like Gino is this year. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, he's an all-star game starter. I know what you but, mean, though. But Castellanos has just been consistent this entire year. Whether or not that continues, I don't know. But I feel like, I don't know. It's difficult, I guess, to say who I would take a gamble on. Of course, if we're looking at consistency, I'd look at Castellanos. But um, you know, that probably could drop off here in the next couple of years here's my thing with castellanos i don't want to deal with scott boris yeah, uh, he's a shark he's a shark yeah. and you're going to continually have castellanos going out and getting these huge de- these bigger with these deals player options correct where like anything he, anything that we restructure and sign him in two years he'll have an opportunity to walk again. correct and go and make more which is great for the player go bet on yourself but as an organization i'm not buying into that I don't want to. I don't want to keep doing that and creating that sense of anxiety. That's a valid for a, take for a fan base. That's a valid take. What do you think it takes to lock up Jesse long term? I think it takes. You've got like five year eighty. Three years of arb left. I think you're going five hundo. Five hundo. Give him. Give him the uh, Homer Bailey special. Give him. Give him the Homer Bailey special, or give him the Ozzy Albies. 
give him the fucking Ozzy Albies and lock. Yeah. It, I I would give Jesse. I would sign Winker to a seven year deal. I know that's long. Oh, you but, mean that's the Acuna deal? Yeah. That was seven one fifty. Yeah, yeah, and seven one fifty might be a little steep. That's uh, way too steep. You haven't. You, you're not there yet for me. Give me five hundo. Call it a day. But I like length. I, that's the reason why I like that Albies contract so much. Is it's what it was like. Well, you're buying ten out. year hundred mil. He made a hundred. He makes ten million dollars a, ne- a year for the next decade. Also depends on when the contract kicks in because mm. of all those arb years. Do you buy out? the arb years too or do you do it after say one more arb year say it kicks up to whatever it may be like who knows what this arb what it's going to look like after the cba is agreed upon and speaking of cba here's the one thing i'm thinking of with with uh stinky winky uh the universal dh is coming it it is coming so you can put him there you can rotate moose out as well because you'll have because we're operating that Moose will you know theoretically play for the Reds one day, right? I heard that he has signed a contract and technically he's on our roster and like has a glove and stuff, right? Okay, that was another trade update. So, and you could also transition Joey into the DH role as well, so you can have Especially those guys rotate. Happening, correct? I mean, that's a nice tool to have in your utility belt to be like our DH. Has a 415 on base percentage and leads the league in walks. Right. You know, it's like RDH bats second. Right. And still fucking bangs. Still bangs. There he is, Justin Wilson. Debut. Okay, Luis Sesa Mm -hmm. went out there and had a clean sheet. One, two, three, couple fly outs. Mm -hmm. Let's see what old Juicy Justin. Let's see what Justin's got to do. So the thing with Justin Wilson is he's given up 15 runs this year, five of them came in one outing. Yeah. Oh boy, that's not a great start. That is high and almost drilled the ump in the mask. Yeah, man, but that's that juice, bae. That's true. That's that fucking adrenaline. He's wearing a Reds jersey for the first time. He's at a sold-out Wrigley Field. Yeah, I get it. Oh, there he is. There's the lovable show going center. So, Naquin's in right. So, take a seat, Punisher. Correct. All right, whatever. So, then that also means that you probably moved down the pitcher's spot, or... No. You moved up the pitcher's spot in the order, maybe. I don't know. So we'll have to see how it works out. And um, Santians look good out of the pen as well. That's where he belongs. Fastball slider guy, two pitch. That, three that outs. fills another hole. That also means that you could get rid of Josh Ocha. It's depth. It's more depth. And, it, and it's just a guy. I'd rather have him pitching in the sixth or the seventh than Doolittle or Brock. Brock. Right. That's it. That, that, I mean, that's that's just another valuable piece. And bringing in these pieces allows... It just takes this undue, unfair pressure off of guys like Brock and Hembry, right. who, just like we've been talking about with all these other players, in any other circumstances, you're pretty fucking thrilled with what you're getting out of Bradley Brock. Psyched. But it's just, just brutal that you have to be like, hey, man, you're our guy. Right. That's not fair to him or our team or the fans or the you know anybody involved. No. But you know Brock getting two appearances in a week, yeah, is good. Yeah, it's it's not ideal, but like it's, it's it, at least he, we're not asking him to go and pitch four nights in a row, and the last two he gets absolutely yoked. Exactly. You know, here is the the, the my final th- thing that I have on the list that it's kind of half written half in my brain. 
the Brewers went out and got Eduardo Escobar, who's going to go play to first be like against a utility piece. Utility for him. go play first against left-handed pitching. Second, Escobar, third. Adamas. That's two really, really talented baseball players in your infield. Correct. And you, they, they could still go get more and go pick up a bat, which they needed uh, a, a, an impact bat. They desperately need a bat because I mean, right? The, the, their bats are. What's keeping them from being twenty games over five hundred right now? Correct, just like with our bullpen. I mean, dude, they've got a guy just like, and it's interesting. You can kind of look at every team in the league, mm-hmm. whether it's spin rate, whether it's hitting as hard, what, what, whatever it is. There's, there's like a starter on every team right now who's batting below one eighty. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, for the Cubs, it's Ian Happ. The right. coveted player in the offseason, Ian Happ's batting a buck seventy nine in ninety games this year. Right, developed within their system. There you, know? you go. How about that, Mr. Wilson? And that's the same thing with Yelich. Plus, he's got the Coveys. Got the Coveys. He's out for at least ten days. Yeah, I know. And so, he was dog shit before he got sick. <laughs> yeah. You know, regress to the mean. Yeah, regress to the mean. So, what we'll have to see what they do. It looks like the Cardinals are standing pat. I don't see any rumors about the Cardinals. Moving? Anything or yeah. doing anything. I, their name does not pop up. No. The only names that continue to pop up are the Padres, the Giants, and the Dodgers. Yeah. Are in on everybody because it's a three-horse race in the West. All of them are making the playoffs unless something happens to one of those teams where they they fall off can story play anywhere other than shortstop yeah they're talking about him at second because i saw the giants hard in on story and brandon crawford's in the middle of his best season he's ever had they can throw him at second yeah yeah you bring in trevor story for his stick not his leather correct and you i mean i don't know what you would be doing if you brought him in in San Francisco. You take him from the absolute best hitter's park. To the worst hitter's park. To the worst hitter's park with... In the interdivision. Yeah, and with, like, terrible road splits. Yeah. So, like, what... I mean, I, I'm I don't see, to see where he lands Because he's not going to be a Dodge or a Rocky. No, I, I, I think Yankees or A's makes the most sense for me. Um... I don't think they get traded within division. I think Scherzer, dude, if he's in a Giants uniform, holy shit, that yeah, dynamic changes. That's exciting. Uh, and in a Dodgers uniform, considering the fact that Bauer his 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 uh, administrative 5th. leave August sixth, and the clubhouse doesn't want him back. Really? There are multiple people in the clubhouse saying, "I don't want him around. I just don't." Just because he's annoying. I, uh, annoying, or that he's gross. Yeah. I mean, it could be both. So. I mean, who who knows? He, I mean, he might be done. So the Dodgers are desperate for another starter, and they're looking to replace Kenley Jansen. Dude, can you imagine that giant fuck you if they went out and signed Scherzer? Oh, that'd be wild. That would be bonkers. It'd make Nick Crawl go, ah, nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, he'd be like, cool. Dodge that fucking rapey bullet. <laughs> fucking so, power. So. On my list, it is still a top-tier closer. It is still a Rich Rodriguez. It is anyone that I could go and get that could slam the door. You're not going to get a fuck. You're not getting a Rawls Chapman. You're not getting. There we go. That's two, one. No, that's one. Um, you're not getting Chapman. You're not going to go get like 
someone who's in contention. God, that'd be so fucking wild if we went and got a roll this champion and brought back. him back, dude. Oh, that would be amazing. I'd die. Even though we traded him for literally a bag of balls and well, we two to, Omaha steaks. Yeah. We had to unload him. He was in the middle of a domestic dispute. Dirty we didn't money. Have to unload him. But. Uh. So, anywho's all. What I mean, what do we do? I mean, what what? I mean, just closer, and then call it a day, and then hope that the Brewers don't go out and get a big bat. Yeah, and then everything falls through. And we've talked about this before. And even if it is a bit of a cop out for the front office, like. Moose coming back, Sinzel coming back, Castellanos coming back, is trading for a bat. Agreed. If Moose comes back and we can slot him in and get him, you know, 20 at-bats a fucking week playing third base. Right. Or whatever, wherever we would stick him. Sure. That's a trade. I get that. But I'm just, we, my thing is, is like I said, Anton coming back, Sims coming back, Lorenzo coming back. None of those guys are proven closers. No. You, you need an elite bullpen arm these moves have been great and they've literally cost us nothing yeah 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 nothing out the door and one more out and they are you know two for two come yeah. on justin oh look at him go he's kind of portly if you can't split this series you have to take tomorrow too yeah you Agreed. gotta go three and one against the cubs at that their home and knowing that that this is the the farewell tour the God, ultimate it, punch in the gut to oh, go yeah. in and go three and one over four in the last series that any of these guys are ever going to play at Wrigley and watch them go on hug I watch. Mean, I mean, that is double middle fingers saying "see you later." I nice play, Johnny boy. That was pretty. Sesa Wilson door slammed two for two five zero going right. into the top of the ninth. Like I said, these moves are nice, but if you don't get a closer, you don't get an elite bullpen arm. This is for nothing. Yeah, it's for nothing. It's for nothing. I'm not trying to be bitter or try to bring a, the, the positive energy down here. Good vibes only. No, I get it's it. a fact. But it's a fact. It's, it's totally a fact and that they have tried, but it seems like they didn't try enough. They tried not to give up too much Yeah. or take a really big risk. And with the year that we had last year, not their fault, but the fact that they sold off, we don't have money, we don't have money and the ballpark's full, yeah. and you're in the thick of it, and you are... Great Americans have been fun. You're, you're three bad three bad, bad Brewers series away from leaving them. You gotta, you gotta go do that. Yeah, go it, whoever's playing the Brewers. Yes. Yeah, it would suck to see like an Austin Hendricks go, but if I'm getting Rich Rodriguez, I'm doing it in do a heartbeat. 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 So, yeah, man. We got all of our draft picks except for one signed. Yeah, that's pretty big. That's cool. That's really cool. Two we of gave our first rounders. Good money. Yeah. Speaking of our shortstop situation, uh, old Jose down in AAA is four for five. Kind of popping off. Four for five tonight. It's his job next year. Because we've talked about it, man. It's never the sticks problem, or it was never the gloves problem. It was hitting Major League Baseball pitching. We never played above high A in, in until we got called up last year. Yeah, man. I'm I'm here for the Jose Barrera or whatever his I'm last name is. I'm here for the Barrero experience. Goat meat. All right, let's round third and head for home. Uh, Jose Barrera tacos. Sweet cheeks. You have anything you want to plug? Plug something besides mm. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I have coming up? 
I don't know. Billy's taking me to dinner on Friday because I finished my MBA last month. Yeah. Yeah. Get some applause for the lady. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. He's going to buy me everything that I want. That's very true. Where are you guys going? Soto. Soto. Damn, you little sluts. Can't beat it. We're going to ball out. Ball the fuck on out. But truly, I'm grateful. I'm very excited for dinner. That's really all I've got going on right now, which is so nice. I've just been exhausted for months, so... It's time to relax. Nice little din-din. Yeah. Uh, I want to plug the fact that uh, Luis Castillo has his ERA down to 420 bra. Hell yeah. Nice. That just showed up. It's real nice. Yeah, man. I got, uh, yeah, same as you. High grain tomorrow, dog. It's sold out. You can't come. You can't come. Sorry you missed it. It's going to be really good. Unless you can get tickets on StubHub to the parking lot of CVS. Three nationally touring headliners plus (laughs) me, Billy, and Osha. Dude, what a killer show. It's fucking sick. Yeah, it's... I've had several people reach out and be like, sheesh. Sheesh. Point to their point to their forearm. Yeah, like all the cool kids do. Yeah, I'm doing like five minutes just to get out of the way of the show. You know what I mean? It's that good. Exactly. It's that goddamn good. And you guys listen to enough of my voice. You get it. You know it. What do you got, Bill Sony? I understand. What do you got, Bill Sony in museum? Dude, it is all about the high grain brewing on Thursday. Um, Saturday, you can see me at Chameleon. I'm going to be doing the what Ricky Glore is calling Ricky Glore in the late night specials. Noise, noise, noise. Which is everyone doing late night spots, quote unquote, like five to seven five minute spots. Yeah, and then and then he's going to host it. Then go up at the end. So that's fun. I do love those style of shows. I do too. Just bang, bang, bang. Bring your best. Like prepare, like you're preparing for late night and be done. Yeah, dude. Go up there and be famous like we're all meant to, to be. That's right. Everyone is meant to be in the spotlight. So Every single person's dreams matter. They do matter. I, I, oh, I, ac- I reactivated my TikTok, so I got to do that teleprompter challenge. Oh, fuck yeah. We'll yeah. see. We'll see what you got there, kid. So, uh, as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Sports Drink for supporting the pod and putting us online. Pod daddies. And thank you to Spotify Green Room. Fantastic. Can't wait existing. to get on. Very cool thing that exists. Very cool thing. So, um, as always, thank you. Oh, by the way, thank you, Sweet Cheeks, for being on the pod. Leash dog show. Oh, up. you're welcome. I loved it. All about it. So, as always, go red lights. And stay nasty.